This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hello. How's your week been? Pretty shit, but that's okay. I'm learning to like keep on keeping on. Power to the people, power to the positivity. Oh, oh. that's sad. How's yours? How's it shit? Bad health news. Oh, yeah. Sorry. About that. That's all right. Don't be sorry. <laughs> you have a chronic health issue. Sorry. No, that's all right. Um, I did want to touch on the fact that, oh, we could talk about it later. Keep going. What? <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I think I'm going to be dry on snack of the week for like a little bit. I'm preempting conversations for Friday, but I have a feeling that they're going to be like strict anti-inflammatory diet, no sugar. And I'm going to be like, ah, fuck. No gluten, no sugar, no fun. Okay, well, good thing that I've got three snacks this week then. Yeah, I mean, you carry it. Yeah, <laughs> I can do this on my own. Um, that sucks. I really hope that's not the case, but also like probably should be. Why is your headset at your eyebrows? Should it not be closer to your mouth? When I bring it down closer to my mouth, it makes me shout on the recording, so okay. I have to put it up here. Great news. <laughs> Um, my week has been all right. Um, it was me and Brendan's anniversary and, and we had such lovely weather on the weekend and we had a really nice day. And then two days ago, my sister had to put her dog down, which was actually heartbreaking. So highs and lows, but it has been okay. She lived a good life, bless her. Oh, she lived such a good life, such a loving family. Yeah. Poor Milo has lost her sister. I know. Milo's the one oh. that um, ate, ate Miss Hannah E's shoes for everyone that was <laughs> <laughs> Milo's still here, thank goodness, so that's okay. Sorry, Hannah. <laughs> um, but your anniversary weekend looked lovely and you guys had the cutest picnic ever and it was really sweet. It was really nice to, like, be able to sit outside. We got a, like, um, outdoor couch and stuff for Christmas last year and then it was bushfires and then it was mm. rain so we actually never got to use our outside area once we finally furnished it so we're really mm. looking forward to this spring we're like the second that it's light until like 6 30 and it's remotely warm we're eating outside our fresco all the time we've been pulling out the picnic rug i can't wait i just really want to redo our backyard as well it sounds so good you don't need to redo your backyard it's functional enough you just want no. it to be bigger yeah i want to move the fence which we're in the sort of process of doing so that'll be fun that is fun. Let's move um, into it, shall we? Do you have anything else to add? No, I was just going to add that Loz couldn't join us tonight, even though I wanted her to because we've got some things that she should be covering beauty news, but that's okay. We can do it without her. Yeah, Loz is going to join for a mini episode because she's apparently got like an entire bin bag worth of empties, which is very exciting. <laughs> Can't wait to go through her rubbish. I know. All right, let's All right. move into beauty news. Let's. Uh, that's the tea on that. First of all, you wanted to start with your dad sending you an email, question mark? Dad sent me an email and then I didn't respond within three minutes. So then he called me. He goes, did you get my email? (laughs) Um, yeah. And he goes, oh, well, it just, it says, so it says that it's a bit blurry (laughs) because what he does is he screenshots the emails because I never have the subscription to like the Australian or whatever. So he knows to screenshot it to me, bless him. But it says that the chief executive of Shiseido is giving some uh, advice on the trends that have happened during COVID. 
apparently um, makeup, like lipstick, is decreasing as people go out less and wear masks. However, Amazon's sale of lip care and colour has dropped 15%, but things above the mask have increased, like eyebrows and eyes. Interesting. I also read this week in another article that obviously wasn't the same one that apparently the price or the sales of luxury skincare items like mask devices has gone through the roof. So mm. people are really splurging on self-care moments, which I can totally relate to. <laughs> I think also for those people that maybe get a facial once a month or once every second month, they've probably gone during isolation. Say you've been in it for four five six months like oh I've saved 600 bucks on my facials may as well get an LED mask and do some stuff at home so true like I was thinking for all the people who get their eyebrows done all the time think about how much you've saved you can probably afford to get them microbladed right now like what a win the cost per wear that's amazing (laughs) because I bought a couch being like well I haven't bought petrol in a while so (laughs) I feel like it's the same thing or like I've sat on my couch so much recently, I can justify a second. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, I have a sidebar. I have sidebar beauty news, which is that I know I complained heavily about the fact that Mecca was out of stock of everything last week, and I'm pleased to report that I was able to purchase peel pads and more Juno oil this week. So, oh, my God. exciting times! If you've been waiting for peel pads, they're back in stock, everyone. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. They were out of stock in all sizes, in all strengths. It was a real disaster because I was willing to go for anything. I would have taken Mm. any peel pad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you see that Too Faced has launched the Born This Way Matte Foundation? No, I didn't see that actually. I haven't seen it anywhere other than the Jackie Aina video I watched. So I don't actually know if it's out yet if hers was just PR and she was doing some, you know, pimping before it launched. Mm. But... (laughs) I just feel like it's massively not required because it's a relatively matte foundation anyway. It's oil-free. Totally. A demi-matte finish. Like it's really not got much luminosity to it. I don't really see the point. And I find that with that foundation, a lot of people that are actually semi-oily wear it and they just sort of powder it down or glow it up as they wish. But there you go. They've, They've bought out a matte foundation and I'm sure it will do well. I agree. I thought gone were the days were matte foundations, but NARS has bought one out too this week. Yeah, I love the packaging of the NARS one though. I mean, I'd never love it. it. Yeah, so kit friendly. I wouldn't want to use it in my kit because, like, they're radiant, quote unquote, radiant foundations, and my like matte option. Yeah. But then again, like their soft matte concealer is actually quite lovely, and that's not that matte. So you never know; it might surprise us. That is a good point, but. Ugh, if it weren't matte, I would buy it straight away because the packaging is absolutely lovely and I'm always willing to give a NARS foundation a try. I feel like they do good base products. Mm, um, yeah. But they're claiming that it's soft matte. Obviously, it's part of the soft matte collection, which includes the concealer, like you mentioned, to give a natural-looking matte coverage that resists oxidization. But Trendmood tried it and said that she found that it did oxidize. Uh. So... I was interested by that oxidization claim because that is such a thing with any of those matte foundations. Uh, matte foundations or that serum texture foundation. Obviously, when something dries down, it has the appearance that it looks darker. So I think it's quite hard to claim that it resists oxidization. But I guess if it oxidizes straight away, you don't care. You care when it happens throughout the day and you get progressively more orange throughout the day. I think that's when it's so true. 
<laughs> also, Good I wanted point. to say that they did discontinue their their matte tint moisturizer. You know the one that had really good coverage. That's I be- still own like three of those because I loved it at the time. But my god, I could never wear it these days. <laughs> Not with those flakes. <laughs> I wonder if this is a replacement or like a you know semi replacement of that. Like if that fills the void that that left. Yeah, it very much could. That's a good shout. But I do remember that foundation. Oh, it was a tinted moisturizer. I remember yeah. having quite a moussey consistency. I wonder what the consistency of this one will be like. I imagine mm-hmm. it must be different because it's in like a squeezy a tube. Squeeze. It would have to be thinner, surely, to get out of that like pipette style. I don't know what you call that. But, yeah, very excited by that. We love a NARS base launch. You can never resist it. We do. Next on the list, we have got the Nikki Tutorials, who we mentioned last week was robbed at gunpoint in her house. She's released a video. So she's sort of touched on it, but she's not really allowed to talk about it due to legal reasons. And also she said mental health reasons as well. Apparently it was, she said in her video, it was like her literal worst nightmare come true. And I'm sure many people can relate to that, but I mean, she seems not great. Not well. Yeah, I know. Which is fair. Like, also props to her for releasing a video. Like, what the hell? I know. So soon after. I know. She just said makeup is her therapy, makeup helps her get through everything. And I'm like, wow, good on you. I haven't touched makeup in 100 years. (laughs) So true. Uh, Next, you've added in here the Too Faced palette. What is this Too Faced palette? They have launched the Too Faced (laughs) <laughs> you don't say pumpkin spice palette so didn't this already exist they had gingerbread did they have pumpkin spice potentially so they've bought out a liquid lipstick and an eyeshadow palette it is warm tones for fall groundbreaking <laughs> but yeah it look it's a delight and they always get me with like the gingerbreads and the pumpkin spice and like they always look so good and it does look nice can you show me the picture have you got it on your phone right now oh god we can do that yeah, okay, so they have released a pumpkin spice palette in the past. I, it looks like the chocolate bar, the one that Lisa's showing me, and they've released a palette last year called Pumpkin Spice and Everything Nice as a limited edition palette. So it must have done well and they must have made it permanent but, like, expanded on the colours and everything. Well, they did that with gingerbread. So they launched ah. the gingerbread and then they relaunched gingerbread with similar tones but it was different. And I think they potentially had a pumpkin spice ages ago but it was one of their nine pan palettes, like the matte That's one. what it looks like. It's not nine, it's um four, eight, twelve. It's 16 and it's in that like square cardboard packaging that they always bring out uh, their limited editions in. Uh, mm. yeah. yeah, so they've they've reformulated but. I mean, they get me every time. There's always ugly, like, colourful shimmers in there that I never use, but there's always, like, three crease shades that I'm like, I'm going to buy the palette just for them. (laughs) So true. The only reason I still pull out my chocolate bars is for those crease shades. Yes. There's just (laughs) a really delightful one on the right in the middle. It just looks like a really matte, warm-toned, plummy, burgundy delight and ooh. Their palettes tell such a similar colour story. Warm browns, a pop of green, some some burgundy purple maroni shades. Like they're always the same colour story. Tell me that doesn't look like the peach palette mixed with the chocolate bar palette. There's nothing chocolate bar about this. Chocolate bar leans very neutral and purpley. But this yeah, is... Yeah, it's got a whole row of purples. Yeah, but they're different purples. This is <laughs> basically the peach palette combined with the gingerbread palette and I absolutely don't need it and I probably won't buy it but if someone was to buy it for me I'd, I'd be thrilled 
Noted. <laughs> oh, and Jeffree Star launched a palette and we don't care about it and all the shades look the same at the end. <laughs> all the shades look the same. Lisa and I literally said the same thing when we saw it. I screenshot it and sent it to her and I was like, most of these colours are the same thing and we agreed that you could have a six pan palette, maybe nine at most out yeah, of the orgy palette. How many were in it? It's like a f- 20. like 25. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. It's, it's actually huge. really nice tones. It's like purpley pinks, like a hazel and green eye dream. I think, were they all matte or most matte of them matte? All matte. All matte. Yeah. All matte. But honestly, it there could have been six eyeshadows. They're all duplicates. And he has obviously received some heat off the back of it, given that it's called Orgy. And it's got obviously provocative shade names. And a lot of people are sort of coming at him being like this you like is inappropriate even for you given that most of your consumer base is quite young seems inappropriate but I mean the young people these days they're inappropriate anyway I'm sure it's just it's it's their bread and butter yeah they're all having orgies anyway but the same goes for Too Faced like you know better than sex mascara is like everyone's first mascara and it's trashy as hell glow job face mask like that's I think really inappropriate but Whatever. It's so true. Also, he has done a tweet. He's done a tweet. God, how old am I? He tweeted. <laughs> he tweeted a couple of days ago saying that he is looking for new faces, new promo, new talent to promote Jeffree Star Cosmetics. So I feel like he is he's doing that thing when you hate someone and they know that you hate them. And so they're like, let me buy you lots of things that you'll love and then you'll stop hating me. And he is trying to get everybody on side, I think at the moment, by releasing this beautiful matte palette that's all neutrals and then looking for new micro-influencers. Like I feel like it's all a marketing strategy to get his cred back. Yeah, and I just can't believe he's still launching stuff and, like, he just did that one half apology video and no one has mentioned the fact that he's Satan or that it's so true that he may be Satan. Yeah, so that's a weird thing that's happening. Let's stop giving him airtime. Yeah, absolutely. Except we have to never fully shun him because he is our beauty news grab. So I'll never forget when he said Sukwalane instead of Squalane. <laughs> Sukwalane. Anyway, he's so rich, but he's so dumb. <laughs> uh, there's one thing that I wanted to talk about. In fact, there's two other pieces of beauty news. The first one is that international to Australia, in, in, in international beauty news, Frank Body is now retailing through Morphe Cosmetics. What, what the fuck? Yeah. I couldn't make any sense of this. But I've done some digging to try and understand it. And what I can see is that on the Morphe website, they're actually selling a number of brands that aren't necessarily Morphe brands, or I didn't think that they were. Like, for instance, Patchology. They're also selling, obviously, Jaclyn Hill Cosmetics. They sell Benefit on their website. They sell Dominique Cosmetics. They sell Flutter Lashes. They sell Iconic London, Nabla, Ofra, P. Louise. Suva, they sell lots of brands. And I had no clue that that was the case. And I kind of feel like, is Morphe trying to be Mecca? <sighs> they tagged hashtag third party. And it's like, I don't know whether they're trying to become a retailer versus a, a brand. <sighs> like, weird. do we think that they're buying into the international profits of these brands to launch it through the Morphe platform to be like, we've got the consumer base, 
already. We've got the database for your market. So give us a stake in your profits and we'll sell your products. Like I kind of feel like that's what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I've bored Sorry. you to death. <laughs> I thought too hard and it just overwhelmed me. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of clever. I don't know. It's clever, but it's just strange. Mm. And it's, anyway, it's weird. It's like Frank Body to me is like less weird because it's a product range that Morphe don't really sell. But then it's interesting when they do like Flutter Lashes or Nabla because to me, Nabla and Morphe are actually quite a similar branding. It's like cheap ish, makeup artist ish products. Same as like Iconic London. I'm like, yeah. Mm. And then benefits is really weird because all those other ones are kind of smaller brands, like cheaper price points. I don't know, very like Insta and YouTube-y. And then there's benefit. That's so random. So random. They've also still got Jeffree Star Cosmetics on their website, which did they not say that? Oh, they took away the they took away the Shane Dawson collection, didn't they? Not the Jeffree Star collection. Yeah, maybe. Actually, I thought they completely no. disassociated with Jeffree Star. So why is his why are his products available again? I think that they disassociated the collab that they did together, but maybe not selling his brand on their website as a third party. Oh yeah, it's the quote unquote third party. It's the clause that's getting them through life at the moment. It sounds yeah. like bullshit to me, and I want to understand the motives behind it. Well, yes. Well, well, well. <laughs> Tell me the next bit of beauty news. The next bit of beauty news is an exciting one for any of our listeners who live in China, a.k.a. no one, uh, (laughs) in that Mecca has announced this week that they're now going to be selling through Tmall. And you will recall Tmall from when we spoke about uh, Drunk Elephant. It was the episode Animal Testing It's a Slippery Slope, I believe. Slippery Soap. I believe. (laughs) God, we're good. God, we're so funny. Uh, So basically Tmall is an online retailer. They are similar to Morphe, similar to Mecca, similar to your David Jones of the world where they sell lots of different brands. And so now they're ranging Mecca as a retailer through their online retail platform, which is very exciting. Good news for anybody who is worried about animal cruelty. Tmall, as Lauren previously touched on I believe is owned or is situated in Hong Kong which yes, means that they get away with not having to test on animals yes it's quote unquote a cross-border platform yes so they do not have to test on animals they will not be testing on animals so it's a really good opportunity for Mecca to retail into that market which is great do we know if if it's like Mecca Signature line? Like, are they selling Mecca Max and Mecca Cosmetica stuff, or are they selling all of the brands that have agreed to be sold through Mecca through Tmall? So, other brands that they might have an agreement with to sell in Australia, but not necessarily ship overseas. But then they've got approval to then ship overseas. <laughs> it's not exactly clear from the Australian Financial Review article that I read, <laughs> but they did say that. Um, the reason for going into that market makes sense for Mecca because the Chinese beauty market in particular is branching out into more indie luxury brands. So mm. I, I actually don't know the answer, but it sounded to me like they were retailing the Mecca products, not the Mecca branded, the Mecca. <laughs> they were retailing products okay. retailed at Mecca into Tmall. Yeah, that's really, yeah, that's very interesting stuff. 
This is retail inception, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Let's move on, guys. The product trials might be getting a little sporadic and maybe like every second week because we try not to be too wasteful and a lot of the time we buy stuff and share it and then whoever likes it most or whatever keeps it. We don't always buy two of everything. So we definitely will of some, but then other things we've pre-bought two of and now I'm stuck with them because we're 17 kilometres apart and we can't get them to each other. So (laughs) we just have to see how we go with the product trial. I think this week we don't have anything, but we've got a couple up our sleeves. Yes. Agreed. Dang. These products are so good. What's your beauty fave this week? I have so many. My skin has started to come good again and I feel like I love so many things right now. Hmm. I am truly very much enjoying my It Cosmetic CC cream at the moment and I've used I've just finished it so it's kind of an empty and a beauty fave for this week and I feel like I've spoken about it before as a beauty fave but it deserves another shout out cuz who wants to wear anything other than a CC or BB cream if you're going to wear some kind of base at the moment not me not me just saying I could also say that my INV is a beauty fave as well my eyelashes are off the charts it's great that's so good yeah Adrian keeps being like look at how long they are and they're starting to do that thing where when you're in the shower I can feel like water sitting on them and I'm like oh so thick and so lush and that being said I could go on forever today I still friggin hate the damn girl mascara the no, 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 no sound grab again because I hate it. No, God, please, no, no, no. That makes me really sad. I hate everything about it. The brush is squashed every time I pull it out of the tube, which means that I have to wait for the bristles to unsquash from the brush. It's so annoying. I thought it might be faulty. Maybe I got a shit one. That would be great because it really sucks and it smudges so badly. I I wonder if you have a faulty one and it's like a big risk to, to buy another one, but maybe another time you can try it again because I like my wand doesn't get so gluggy like yours does. I could not be less satisfied with this mascara. <laughs> it's so gl- It's and it's actually not. The mascara itself I can live with. I can live with the fact that it smudges under my eyes. Let's be honest, it's because I've been using the Kosas concealer and it's a very creamy concealer and I'm not setting it. But it's a yeah, I'm just a bit disappointed. Do you use my lashes? Never, never. I wouldn't because that would make it smudge even worse. (laughs) Okay, so interesting because I've I've got quite smudgy eyes and it does not smudge on me. So weird. I I don't know what to say. It even has an anti-smudge claim. I feel like yours is faulty. Well, I think it's faulty too, but what am I going to do? Message Mecca and be like, my mascara smudges. They're going to be like, piss off. So does everyone's. <laughs> What's your beauty fave this week? Are you ready for mine? I'm you're ready. Not, you're not going to guess what mine is. Mine is the Limp Flight Boom Brush for Body. You got a... A, a, a dry body brush. Thank you. That's exciting. Yeah, so I made a net porte order and I didn't even notice this, but I saw it on there. I saw this Limp Light brand and I was like, oh, cool, and there's like some creams, which I almost bought, and then I was like, listen to yourself, Lisa. The cream's probably not going to fix your lymph. (laughs) I bought this brush, which happened to be $28, which happened to get me just to free international shipping express. Oh, 
So you basically didn't pay for the $28 that you would have paid for shipping. Correct. It's free. And now it's my favorite, (laughs) which is like what a turn of events. It looks like a little horse brush. Like it slips over the back of the hand. I think it was quite affordable, $28. I think I've seen them for closer to 50. I thought that that was pretty decent, particularly for it being retailed on Net-A-Porter. Look, haven't seen any claims in terms of cellulite, which I did notice on the back of it, it said like light pressure helps with lymphatic drainage. Please don't think that you can like scrub your cellulite away. And I was like, thank you for saying that. Like you can't break down your fat by pushing harder. I was like, okay. (laughs) That many lymph claims yet. However, the previous weeks I've been getting some really heavy legs and my veins have been bruising and I've just been doing it I think four or five days in a row now and I have just noticed that I wake up feeling a little bit less heavy so it's probably just helping a little bit to drain and the best thing about it is that my legs are really soft now. I was going to say have you noticed any benefits in that space because one of the fabulous claims of dry body brushing is that if you are a particularly scaly or dry person it helps to A, increase circulation, which means that it's helping with your skin regeneration, but B, it's actually manually exfoliating the skin off you. Yeah, so Mm. we all know that I'm very bad with my body care and that I'm trying to be better, but my legs suck. One, because I don't ever scrub or moisturize them, and two, because they have zero blood flow, so the skin quality is, like, quite poor. But I found that, yeah, by scrubbing regularly with the brush, because it's pretty fucking rough, like mm. when I do my inner thighs, I feel like the delicate skin is like, oh, chafing. Yeah, I do feel like it's it's bringing some blood to the surface and it's also exfoliating. And I've been taking it up my like bum and up onto my dry scaly hips and it's mm. helping with my dry scaly hips. That's good. That's really good. You will find as well the more that you use the brush, your skin will get a little bit tougher and more resistant to it being quite so hurty but also if it's got a natural bristle it should soften a little bit with time as well because that's why a lot of people end up replacing their dry body brushes because they get a bit too soft yeah well Mm. yeah I I very much like it and it's like a tiny moment of self-care before I jump in the shower which is a moment that I don't normally take but it's not so long that I'm like oh I'm not gonna do that Mm. it's meant to be quite invigorating if you use it in the morning as well Yeah, I have been using it in the morning. I've been trying Mm. to do it. It's tricky though because I often run in the morning and then I don't want to do it on my like sweaty legs before I shower Mm. but then I forget to do it once I'm out and dried so it's a bit of a dilemma. But, yeah, I really enjoy. That's great. That's a good beauty fave. Thank you for bringing that to us. I actually have a beauty breakdown. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. 
they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. What kind of sorcery is this? It's not really a beauty breakdown, but it's come to me because my sister today listened to the episode that we did on Wednesday in the mini-app with our partners, Adrian and Brenton, mm-hmm. and... She called me and she said, I don't understand what you mean when you say that Brenton has ashy skin. And I was like, well, (laughs) he is of caramel tone. And so when he has dry skin, you imagine like a brown and a white dead skin cell and you put them on top of each other and that's what makes you look ashy. And she was like, okay, I think that you might need to clarify that because for people like me who don't know a lot about other people's skin tone or skin color when they don't have it themselves, she said she was just trying to work out why Brenton's covered in dirt all the time. (laughs) She was like, why is he so dusty? I don't get it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's what he means by ashy. He gets like a literal scale on him. Well, you always say that your legs get like that as well, but his shins are so ashy and you can literally like if I lick my finger and do a line down it, it will like burn brown yep so yeah I think it's something that you notice way more in a deeper skin tone but it gives them that dull effect and people also talk about people looking ashy of course when they use things like uh sunscreens that might turn a deeper skin ashy or you know highlighting products that are a bit too pale it's just that look of a lighter tone over the top of a deeper skin tone which gives them that gray flat milky appearance Yeah, I mean, that's all that we really need to say, but I just wanted to clarify that. That's great. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hair mat. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What is your non-beauty fave this week? Okay. (laughs) Kind of shame to admit mine. Um, It's Selling Sunset on Netflix. (laughs) You shouldn't be ashamed. I listened to the whole podcast that... Katie and John, her husband, did. Wouldn't it be nice? They have a podcast, but it's also a part of their YouTube channel. And Katie talked for like 20 minutes straight about Selling Sunset and about how much she loves it and all of their personalities. And I was like, I could get into this. Yeah, absolutely. So the reason I'm a little bit ashamed to admit is not that it's a bad show because it's a great show. It's a little bit tacky, (laughs) but I'm willing to accept that. But I watched three seasons in three days and that I'm a little bit ashamed to admit. (laughs) I had it on while I was working and it was just like... Don't be ashamed. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, this show is Laguna Beach slash The Hills reality drama meets Selling Houses Australia slash Grand Designs. So they're like clicky, hot, bitchy real estate agents that sell these mansions in LA. So you get to see all of the fun houses and the prices and who's buying them but then they all bicker and have like staged fights and like get married and divorced and it's just the best (laughs) it sounds good it's really good what's your non-beauty fave I have a couple the first one I would like to admit is the Umbrella Academy and I know that I said to you last week it doesn't seem like your kind of show well, I take everything back because I really thoroughly enjoy it and I'm up to season two, episode three or four. Oh my God, what the fuck? You pipped me. I know. I watched, I've watched quite a lot of it. But then Eliza called me today because I told her to watch it, my sister, and she started what she finished two seasons in two days. I shit you not, she started yesterday and she finished it today. She watched it start to end 
every episode in two days. A very long episodes, Eliza. <laughs> An hour. I know. That's what I said to her. I was like, that's at least 20 hours of TV in two days. <laughs> wow. But do you We're see what I mean about, about the, um, the longer episodes? My screen time's actually gone down on my phone because – you know, you might flick on your phone for the first sort of three or four minutes, but then you put it down and then yeah. you really get into it and then you don't keep picking up your phone. Whereas with a short episode, like, you know, every time the credits roll, you pick it up and you just don't really get into it, but you fully immerse yourself in it. Also, I didn't mention last week, which we've discussed, best soundtrack ever. Such a good soundtrack. Also, it's a full throwback to my emo days because for anyone else who is an OG emo who listens to this podcast, it was the Umbrella Academy was a comic that was written by Gerard Way, which is why I said in the last episode, isn't that a band? Because he's the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Duh. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it brings back, you know, the emo nostalgia for me, which I really appreciate as well. It's a great, great series and everyone mm-hmm. should watch it. Absolutely. What else? I also have an. Another non-beauty fave this week. Mm -hmm. The book that Lauren talked about last week. I'm just rehashing your faves. Look at me go. Yeah, get some original content, you pleb. (laughs) I got this yesterday, which was a perfect day for it to arrive because I was very down in the dumps. And Mm. it is just the type of book that's like, check yourself. Why are you feeling the way that you're feeling? And it's sort of, they're like lots of mini stories that make up to tell a bigger story. And so she like, even though the the mini stories often seem irrelevant, she will then take like anecdotes from them and and interlace them with other stories from her life. Uh, Great book. And I read 100 pages in one day. So I feel like that is a good indication that it's pretty good because I've now only got half of a book to go. Wow. Hmm. I could go through so many non-beauty faves this week. I've really consumed a lot of content. Oh. Uh, I also started playing Spyro the Dragon on mm-hmm. my Nintendo Switch, and I really enjoy that. It's also nostalgic. I'm seeing a trend. Mm. Um, what else have I enjoyed? Oh, we could talk about things that I've bought this week. I bought myself a new coffee machine because <gasps> isolation. Yes. I almost bought the Smeg one. You should have but, for aesthetic reasons. I know, but I ended up buying the Breville one because it's not for aesthetic reasons so much as it is for good coffee reasons. And I find that that's the whole reason that we don't like the coffee machine that we have at the moment. It doesn't do the beans justice. I know they're good beans and it just tastes like every other coffee. So yeah, I got a new coffee machine. What else did I buy? Ceramiden because you said that it was back in stock at Sephora and on sale. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I didn't even message that. That was just you seeing the posts. No, Adrian saw the post and said, did you buy it? And I said, no. And he was like, well, you better buy it then. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, that's all that I've bought this week. (laughs) I bought this week. It hasn't come and I'm anticipating that it's going to be a non-beauty fave. But I made Brenton buy me. Um, I was a bit sad because we all know that I'm queen of gifts and queen of thoughtfulness. And on our anniversary, he he firstly forgot to get me a card or a present or anything. And then he said, happy eight years. And I'm like, oh, it's seven. <laughs> so, I can just start off well. Uh, so then I forced him to buy me an apron and I bought an apron from, I think, in bed store because I'm constantly covered in one flower or flower mixed with water in like weird scabby patches to 
grease stains. I'm always covered in butter or olive oil and every single one of my jumpers is ruined and I want a cute chic striped apron. So I made him buy me a linen apron and I'm literally so fucking excited. Every time the doorbell rings, I'm like, woo, and then it's not that. And I'm like, okay. That's exciting. There's lots of really cute aprons around. Sage and Claire also do nice ones and Gorman have done some nice ones in the past as well. Mm, Sage and Claire, the apron is probably going to cost $700 and mine was like $34. So, Oh, that's Bad. Also, have you worked out how to get the gray stains out of your jumpers or am I about to impart some housewife wisdom on you? Exit soap seems to work. Yes, that's my favorite soap. Yeah, I, I did learn that from you at a previous time, getting oh. grease stains out of my ottoman. Of course. Sarah's day posted on her stories the other day complaining that she got grease stains on her jumper and she didn't know what to do about it. And I actually DM'd her. I would never, ever DM anyone, but I was like, I actually have wisdom here. Exit soap and a toothbrush. That's all you need in your oh, life. Toothbrush. I just use like a, a flannel, but that's that's interesting. The toothbrush um, helps get into the fibers. Yeah, yeah, but then I feel like it'd make it bully. Oh, well, it's already greasy. Who cares? Can we move on to snack? We can. Let's. Just hook it to my veins. I've got three. So do you want to go first or do you want to go after me and my three? Jesus Christ. My snack of the week was going to be Nutella on um, li- those Liberate crumpets. <gasps> Yum. Absolutely. Do you put butter with your Nutella? Because the best part is that you put the butter un- like in the crumpet and so it's almost like all the holes are filled with the butter. It's yeah. like a little buttery surprise and then the Nutella's on top and then every bite you get like a liquid. It's almost like it's almost like a Starburst squirt mm-hmm. of butter. Squirting <laughs> through. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I feel you. Delicious. Some people are really revolted by the fact that I do butter and Nutella. And I used to have a sort of firm opinion. Like if I was to have a Nutella sandwich, for example, I would just do Nutella. But if it's toast mm-hmm. and the butter is melted, then I would do butter and Nutella. But now I'm just like, no, butter and Nutella always. I agree with you. I think that there you have to do butter. And the reason you do butter is because it's got the salt and that's why yes. it tastes good with the Nutella. You, I, I will despise anyone who puts Nuttalex or oh. margarine with your Nutella. Get fucked. Get out. I don't <laughs> want to talk to you. Disgusting. And I'll tell you what's also good with Nutella, which I had this week, which leads me into my snack of the week, ricotta and Nutella. Oh, I saw that. That did look interesting. Yeah, yum. So my first wave of the week is ricotta. Um, I like the fancy one, but I will also take like whatever the brand in like the green and red Italian looking tub from Coles. I'll take whatever. I have had ricotta in so many ways. I have made ricotta and lemon pancakes, an absolute fluffy delight. I have put ricotta in homemade pastas. I have put it in lasagna. I'm also big into dolloping ricotta onto pasta. I know I had that snack of the week with the zucchini and the ricotta on top. Tonight I did like capers and olives and eggplant and like a tomato-y kind of Mediterranean pasta. And then Mm. I got lemon zest into the ricotta and a little bit of parmesan and salt and then I dolloped that on top. Holy shit, it was so good. Ricotta in all forms. Also, Liz Conti tells me to just fry blobs of ricotta, and apparently that's amazing. So I'm going to make a salad of some ricotta. I just, I literally go through a tub of ricotta like every three to four days. I eat it all the time. Wow, that's impressive. You also put it in your dumplings the other day too. Yeah, I did put it in my. Thank you. Yeah, just, just so many uses, and I like to salt it a lot. Even when I had it with the Nutella, I was salting it. Salt your Nutella, people. It's required. 
Speaking of, my next snack of the week is salt. <laughs> These are segueing into each other beautifully. I, I know. Actually, and the next one segues beautifully as well. So <sighs> this is the Nordur Salt Icelandia. Firstly, how beautiful is this box? Oh, yes. She looks like a Venus de Milo, but yes, blue. Like a gummy de Milo. <laughs> yes. Precious Venus. <laughs> it's a salt from Iceland and Denmark. Perfect. Beautiful flaky sizes. I've literally been putting <laughs> the salt flakes off. So I made it made um Yum. salted chalk chunk cookies, just my normal everyone knows me for these cookie recipe. And I was picking off the salt and just enjoying them like a snack. It is a far superior salt. My mum went to the our local deli, which sucks. Me and my mum live in the same suburb. But she can reach the Vermont South Deli and I can't reach the Vermont South Deli. Bless my mum. The other day she went to the deli and she dropped off on my doorstep a bunch of stuff, which we then had for our daughter and the son for anniversary. And she was like, oh, I told her I needed like sea salt. So she got me molded and she was like, oh, the guy at the deli recommended this. Well, I need to kiss the guy from the deli when COVID (laughs) Because this salt has changed my life. And it has this quote on the side, something about like, (laughs) it says something like transforming the taste of food with every flake. And I was like, that is so accurate. This salt is the best thing in the world. And mum also bought me this delicious deli smoked trout. And I had homemade sourdough that I'd made. And then I did ricotta. And then I did a bunch of this salt and then the smoked trout. And it was yum. Leaning from this salt into my next snack, which is nutritional yeast. Oh, that is a good addition to meals, yes. All of your, you know that your salt is the midpoint between the flavour of nutritional yeast and the flavour of ricotta. Like all three of your flavours are essentially nutritional yeast, salt and ricotta. How weird. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm seeing a savoury a savoury trend in your snack. <laughs> Absolutely. And my two uses. So firstly, you would use this alongside nutritional yeast, your fancy salt alongside nutritional yeast. And what you do is you put in the homemade popcorn, like the pop yourself popcorn, um. and and you eat it while you watch the Umbrella Academy. And then you put your nutritional yeast on top and your flaky salt. And it tastes like cheesy parmesan-y, you know, that fake chip flavor, like oh, the best. And then the other use that I put it on, I put it on cauliflower and holy shit, Brenton was like, this cauliflower is fucking amazing. And just kept going back and eating just the cauliflower because it makes it like cauliflower cheesy kind of vibes. But mm. it's almost like, you know how we use Marcel stock for flavor and everything? Yes, it's like exactly like that. Nutritional yeast is, has met that uh, use and it's a delight. When you say that you did a nutritional yeast cauliflower, did you just oil your cauliflower and then sprinkle nutritional yeast on top and bake it or how did yeah. you do that? I think that's what I did. I think I oiled fancy salt. And <laughs> I think that was it. Mm, that sounds yummy. I might do that this week. I think that I have been umami bombing all of my food this week. It certainly sounds like it, yes. Yeah, you've umami bombed. <laughs> Um, is that everything? Beauty fave, non-beauty fave, snack of the week. Yeah, that's it. That's us. That's a short episode. Nah, it's good. We're done. We've got minis anyway. You guys will speak to us again in a couple of days. Hit me up with your salt racks. I'm here. We'll link the salt in the show notes, everybody, because I know you're going to be dying for it. 
Absolutely. It was $3.99. I feel like I've had half the box already and I've only had it a week. Oops. Oh my God. $3.99 for flaky salt. That's cheap. If you buy flaky salt from the supermarket, it's like $9 for a small box. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's 125 grams and it's changed my life. So um, hit us up with the quotes or any beauty breakdowns that you want because seeing as we've got less product of the week, we've got more time to fit those into episodes and I think we're running dry on our requests. Yes, please send us your things. Send us anything that you'd like us to talk about and we'll try and cover it off. And, oh, no, you're not going to hear this before we record the next episode, so we'll see you on Wednesday. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.